0: is all about speed and fast results and now broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the atlantic ocean the dream business coach himself jim palmer
1: Good afternoon, everybody. This is Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach, with another fantastic interview. I am so excited today. Maria Gudalis has worked for Fortune 500 companies such as Pricewaterhouse, Computer Sciences Corp, Deloitte & Touche, Touche? Touche, I all that. <laughs> okay, touche, before jumping into being CEO of her own startups. Maria has created multiple million-dollar online companies, has Google's chairman invests in one of her companies and has taught over 30,000 people worldwide over the last 10 years. Her creative marketing skills act as a sales catalyst to her clients' businesses, resulting in increased traffic and asset value. She founded and grew a successful social commerce company and has published several marketing books. Currently, Maria is consulting on interactive creative marketing strategies for startups to million-dollar companies. She holds an MBA from Richard Ivey School of Business and lives in London, Ontario, Canada. Wait, lives in London, Ontario, Canada. Is there a London in Ontario or is that London like? That's right, London,
2: Ontario, Canada, believe it or not.
1: (laughs) I had to look at that. Did I just read that too fast and skip a beat? How are you doing, Maria? Welcome.
2: Great. No, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here yeah we're um as
1: you and I are doing this i'm I'm always about three to four weeks out with my with my shows, but you and I are right smack dab in the middle of uh this April. everybody right. hunkered down for the coronavirus. How's that I mean you probably have a home based office is it affecting you too much or
2: i do um it's just going stir crazy being inside all the time Jim mm mm-hmm. <laughs> But um, it's not affecting me too much on 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 my side or for my clients and business. Uh, some of my clients have some fear, and I think we all each day have a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah, uh, it's very
1: unpredictable, isn't it? it's just it's so yeah. it's 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 uncharted territory. This is there's we can't even look at an example where. A hundred companies have shut down their companies or countries. I, I mean, I mean, it's weird. I know
2: it is bizarre. Yeah. There's no time in history at all. Like maybe when Marcus Aurelius was Roman emperor and they had plague <laughs> then. I don't know. <laughs>
1: I know. So anyway, we, it's 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 that kind of thing where the thinking gets so big. It's, it's kind of like not to delve into religion, but once in a while, it's a topic becomes so I can't think about it, so I just turn it off. It's not for me to comprehend. You know, yeah. you just you just got to trust that it's going to be okay and have faith and move forward. And I do do that. My wife tells me I'm just an eternal optimist. This is going to be fine. This too shall pass. We'll get back to normal. We'll every day that goes by maybe chips away at that just a little bit, but.
2: <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. This,
1: this yeah. is not our new normal. But I tell you what, I'm, I'm very, very happy, you know, with my uh, floating home-based office. And um, I work virtually with my clients anyway. So mm-hmm. life hasn't been interrupted that much. Although, you know, my clients being small business owners, some of them are in pretty deep panic. I have a couple brick and mortar store operators that are shut down and oh, it's got to be frightening.
2: It is if you have a brick and mortar store and not uh, moved over into the digital marketing space for sure.
1: Yeah. So um, just curious, going back to uh, your roots a little bit when, mm-hmm. so when you, after school, did you uh, go right into, Not you didn't go right into entrepreneurship, but um, what did that journey look like when you kind of decided to go out on your own?
2: Yeah well yeah it was it was it was scary I'm not going to lie I worked for the uh at the time it was the big 6 now it's the big 4 consulting firms strategy yep. consulting firms and you know when i was uh with computer sciences corporation i I felt this kind of nagging feeling that i want to be an entrepreneur and i think the and it's always hard to leave the comfort like it's always you know when once you're comfortable making decent money it's always hard to make that leap into the unknown and what had happened though is i guess thank god that in one aspect, looking back, I have a red personality where I'll make a decision fast. It's, it's good and bad. But what happened is I was on track to be a partner at the the, the uh, Computer Sciences Corp. And, you know, we would do huge Fortune 500 companies, you know, from EMCO yep. and DuPont and, and big consulting firms managing, you know, multi-million dollar projects. Wow. And implementations. Yeah. And what happened is um, I didn't make partner that year, get the promotion because the partner at the client's sites, even though they treated me well, when they put me up in a penthouse in Rittenhouse Square in Philadelphia to help them, um, implement what's a software called SAP what happened is uh, she said well the client was a little unhappy that on Friday afternoons for your lunch so it would only be during my lunch break and mind you I was flying in Monday to Friday for this client too for yeah. my, my home and into Philadelphia every week and um, what had happened is she said they didn't like that you were taking singing lessons what Yes, I know. It was so bizarre. I don't know if it was an excuse to not give me the promotion. I don't know. But, you know, I was, um, it was the year before I was getting married and I wanted to learn. It was when, it was the year when the Titanic movie had come out and yeah. the song, you know, was so popular. And so I wanted to be like Celine Dion on my wedding day and sing and belt out. <laughs> <Dallas. laughs> my heart will go on. And so I was taking singing lessons from a very famous opera singer in Philadelphia because that was a nice thing about working in some of these big cities at the time when I was in the consulting realm and yeah I was so mad though Jim like I was just so mad because I was working what an invasion
1: I mean it's it's like what I mean it's in in most cases it's a lie they don't want to tell you the truth or you know so well we didn't like we didn't like that she got into soft pretzels you know (laughs)
2: Exactly. So, so it, that gave me sometimes. Like I think Anthony Robbins says that sometimes you have to be so mad at something that enough is enough. That's it. And so, since I was toying with the idea of being an entrepreneur, then that was the moment, the defining moment for me, where I was just so angry. I just said, "Fine, then. Uh, here's my notice. Uh, I'm done." You know. And yeah. And I just left on professional terms, and I was finished. But then, then it was like, oh my god! Like the the fear that creeps in, right? I'm like, what am I going to do?
1: <laughs> did did they try, just curious, did they try and keep you either the company you work for or the client or is it just, yeah. okay, fine?
2: Yes, they, they do, they do. Uh, it's a typical thing, which is unfortunate in the corporate world. It's not until you quit that then they kind of other appreciation money. yeah the appreciation offer you more money and and at that time SAP was still really hot so you could have called an executive recruiter and probably get a $50,000 signing bonus to go somewhere yep. else um so I guess in one aspect I knew I had a bit of a safety net because I had a real sellable skill um as well but uh no so I I just then okay well I'm going to give myself a month to write a business plan and I'll come out with some form of business and I at that time the internet was just coming out this was like like the year 2000. And so people were starting to use the internet to build websites, get an online presence. So I thought, hmm, why don't I be the person that sells the tools to these companies? So I, hmm. I went and started a website hosting company. Okay. So yeah, I raised uh, 1.5 million from Silicon Valley. So it was kind of a big entrepreneurial leap. <laughs> so
1: you, had, you had a really big <laughs> reputation to, to be able to do that.
2: Yes, yes. So when I was, um, I formed the Canadian, I'm sorry, The and I was living in California at the time, because that's where my, um, at the time, my, my fiance lived. And uh, so we, there was this forum for women entrepreneurs there that I joined, and it was really, it's really powerful, actually. And, and it's called Springboard Enterprises now, where they really support women in technology or women entrepreneurs. And they were the springboard to present, Myself in front of other venture capitalists, I did use my network, you know, any friends or family. Uh, and and so we did get some meetings with, at that time, a company called Cabletron, which it was a competitor to Cisco. They don't exist anymore, Cabletron. Okay. So. Cisco clearly won, uh, but uh, it, w- it was a natural joint venture for them because it's like, well, why don't we start funding hosting companies and get them to use our servers, our hardware, so they'll use some of the money that we gave them to buy our hardware. So it was a strategic partnership equity um, uh, financing, and then with that, we got an office, when I say we, it was my um fiance at the time we went and got uh an office hired java programmers and we went and got a lot of clients hosting their com- their websites and at that time jim nobody had the tools that we have today that makes it so easy to, to start right. an online business and presence online at that time uh los angeles agencies Advertising agencies were charging—no kidding—five hundred thousand to a million dollars to build a website for people. Good lord! <laughs> yes, it was crazy. So, if you then also networked with them and said, "Hey, we'll be the company that hosts these websites," <laughs> um, that's where we got a lot of clients, is just through networking as well. And before we knew it, we had about a hundred thousand in revenue uh, per month, and we were doing really well. And but then the t- .dot com the tech crash market happened in two thousand. Yep. Was that 2003-ish? Yeah,
1: remember. two. I was going to say three or four or something yeah, like that. Yeah,
2: three or four. Yeah. So, what had happened there is that we had, we actually had a good business model at the time. Like, we weren't like one of those blown up overvalued companies. We actually had paying customers, providing a real service. Uh, but a lot of our companies were new entrants to the market. So, all of a sudden, they couldn't pay us when the crash happened. I mean,
1: you, you just got caught in the swirl, even though you had a good, reliable Correct. model. It was, it, yeah,
2: a- and, and kind of like were, what's
1: happening now, don't you think? I mean, so many, yes. some companies are getting, it's just a domino effect.
2: It, it, it is, it is. And then, you know, you never make the proper planning, right? Because if I knew now what I knew then, like we would have put yeah. some of the financing aside for a rainy day because, you know, there were companies that still wanted to finance us because they knew that we had a good team and everything. And we had developed some software at the, at the same time as well that helped with the hosting and integration of uh, business processes for the companies. And, uh, but you know, you learn the, the negative things of being in uh, joint venture territory, raising money from investors' territory, that sometimes there's a lot of sharks in there. And uh, the, we did get a second round of financing to keep the company afloat, but they waited to the last minute to. Um, inject the cash and as you know they do a lot of due diligence of your numbers in order for them to say yes to a term sheet for the second round of financing and the day before the money is supposed to go in our bank account they wanted to change all the terms say okay well my um, uh, fiance at the time will step down Maria will be the CEO they wanted to bring in other people and they wanted to it was just it was just bad they wanted to take a lot more equity than they originally deal with so it it just turns Turn your stomach, you know, sour. That this is You got baby. mad again. <laughs> I got right. mad again, and we just hibernated the technology, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and there just said, go. "See you later." Yeah, we just we just st- called it all all in, called it a day, and uh, and then we always look for trends. And so I utilized the technology and internet marketing experience from that, and just networking it. And I started, um, you know, just getting into this whole marketing online thing in the 2005 2006. Invested in people's courses to understand what what it takes and so I still name Corey
1: Rudel ring a bell
2: yes I still have his you know what I used it on a video the other day I have his dvd still I bought that course
1: way back when you know yes
2: yes one of the the originals (laughs) <laughs> yes. Do you remember when he and Robert Allen were on stage and, and, and said, Hey, I'm going to show you how to, how easy it is to make money online. And he literally just clicked a button, sending it out to Robert Allen's email list. And all these sales started coming in. Like, do you, <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. part. But, I never uh, saw him yeah.
1: live now, but, um, okay. But I'll tell you what—that's that whole messaging. My wife today still won't let me forget the the day I said, "Honey, you're going to be able to quit your job. I'm going to be an internet, internet marketer." Oh, that's <laughs> so amazing! Yeah. Six, <laughs> six years later, wait, what did? When did you say that was going to happen? But, um, gosh, I could talk to you forever. But I got like yeah. I got less than uh, 15 minutes left. Let's okay. go to today. What are you doing yeah. today? And who like who are you working with?
2: Yeah, I think that the biggest thing today that that I'm doing is I'm sort of leveraging what I used. The in the last global financial recession of 2008, you know, I did lose everything in 2008, you know, uh, <laughs> happened twice <laughs> losing yeah. everything. And I just started um, doing these interactive online challenges, like, like, you know, where it's a live interactive event. At that time it was uh, webinars using the webinar platform, get like a thousand people in a webinar and a free challenge. You sell them something and you bond with them because they get to know you. So fast forward to today, to today's tools, I, I've been doing this uh, aggressively over the last uh, year or two of my clients. Um, I had no idea this was coming, what's happening now. No one could have predicted it. But thank God I positioned myself and my clients with doing using Facebook group, a free tool and using challenges uh, where um, and that's one aspect of what I do for my clients. And then also low ticket funnels. Where, so has
1: Facebook challenges taken the place of what we used to call webinars? I mean, I don't see yes. too many people even promoting webinars anymore.
2: Yes, it's sort of the new form of, of, <clears throat> of, a, of a webinar. And interestingly enough, the um, go to webinar Back in 2009 days, where literally I had over 20,000 people go through my challenges in a, in a three-year period. Mm-hmm. But today, um, Zoom is a platform that streams live into your Facebook group or Facebook. Yeah, I use that. Yeah, and and it is. It really has become uh, going live with Facebook is so strong right now, and it's it's beautiful because if you do it inside a Facebook group, it's it's almost like a free messaging tool as well to your customers because when you go live it sends a notification to other people who are in your group hey maria's live right now come join so it's sort of like free advertising because you pay once if you happen to use facebook ads so that's what i do like the whole from start to finish i help with the strategy with my clients and what what proper interactive marketing campaign is best for them and then we start with that and we use paid traffic to get you know qualified leads that are their potential customers to come into their, you know, customer journey. And we feel funnels delivering live, uh, just three to five days because now instead of 14 days from 10 years ago I used to do 14 day 20 day challenges wow but yeah now it's got to be three or five days because it just relates to the times people just we're just fighting for the micro moment of attention from people today versus 10 years ago
1: (laughs) I've done four five-day challenges I tell you I'm dead at the end of it it kills me they are
2: tiring but but do you repeat the same one every time Jim because that makes it easier if it's the same yeah 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 I don't
1: change the content per se but I'm just being live being in the group make reaching everybody that's commenting and i mean it's it is it's hardcore it's not easy um but
2: it isn't
1: yeah so i I mean i'm interested about the paid traffic because when i when i did my first facebook challenge i think it was summer of last year or you know fall and Mm -hmm. um no no i think it was (laughs) sorry time (laughs) i have no idea what day it is even right right. i think my first one was like march or april of 2019 anyway um In the paid each one I did like three, three months later, the paid traffic was just getting harder and harder to produce results. I mean, is that, I mean, is that just a function of Facebook?
2: Well, well here, two things. Here's the interesting thing because the pandemic right now, Facebook ad costs have gone down. Okay. Like I'm even having a live workshop because call it a challenge, call it a live workshop, call it whatever you want. And normally when I pay seven or eight dollars per lead, I'm getting three to four dollars per lead. It's just because wow. yeah, people are scared right now. We have a interesting opportunity over the next month, I'd say, while people are regrouping, trying to figure out where to go next. Um, because
1: nobody's yeah. doing anything.
2: Right, well, and there's the savvy ones are you know, like like right. like one of my clients almost wanted to pause about three weeks ago, and we looked at their numbers. I had a, had a honest get let's get real with the numbers about two weeks ago, two or three weeks ago, and I said, look, we because we use the two steps. Um, strategy with you that we do challenges and we know that tires you out so we only have four challenges a year I recommend for people but in between we then have an evergreen funnel running of what I call the it's, it's a low ticket funnel where it's a micro offer but in a chain of four so you, you probably know this gym where you offer something for like 37 bucks and then yep. there's an order bump for $19 and then once you say yes there's a $47 offer then there's a $77 offer so It increases the average order value to about 70 bucks. But what that does, it's evergreen. Once they set up once it's evergreen and and their team, which is me and my team, we just run the ads for them. So while they sleep just this month in March alone, while the pandemic's going on and people thought, oh, I'm I'm not gonna, no one's buying, I better pause all my stuff. They made a record revenue of $68,000 just from that little low ticket funnel, which I lovingly call now and I'm branding the piggy bank funnel.
1: Oh, I like that. That's good.
2: Yes. So they're like piggy banks. And, and so, so that's what takes the, um, even if you, let's say the Facebook ad costs go up again next month, because you kind of use that two step strategy where you do the live challenges that yes, you're right. It's a lot of your energy going in there, but then you form that bond with, with that ideal prospect. So they buy from you and they become a customer. But then if you have this, Low ticket funnel going all the time, which is perfect for the pandemic environment, perfect for a recession. That's what got me my wealth back in 2008, 2009. I had all these low ticket offers, $5 by my online money mind map. And then I took them to a $27 offer. Then I took them to a $97 offer. And now this, I think, is the strongest funnel, even more than a challenge right now, actually. I would, I would say everyone who can and has the bandwidth get some sort of piggy bank funnel going. Cause it's, 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 you know, my clients now, I told them to lean in on this. This is the money we're making. The net profit is averaging about 700 a day for them. Wow. So, so yeah. So they just were able to pay for all their staff. Cause this is what's important right now. While you have like the biggies like Grant Cardone or the big gurus, firing half of their staff or laying off half their staff because everyone's wondering, scared, or they have the, the wrong business model, like it's too high-end coaching. They're selling price points start with the low price point gain people's trust put money back in their pocket help them make money or change their lives maybe you're selling some kind of like personal development you know get their marriage back or, or believe in themselves kind of um, manifestation stuff but as long as you can help them transform then they'll spend more money with you down the road then you launch your big ticket item right yeah yeah so, so, yeah. so who are you
1: working with Maria like who's a really good client for you now
2: um, one of the amazing clients are called the product boss, uh, Jacqueline and Mina. They help uh, physical uh, based product owners who have a store on like Amazon or Etsy handmade product owners mm-hmm. uh, scale by showing them how to get onto other st- platforms or streams. Their signature product is multiple streams of income. So they came to me in September, totally new to this digital marketing space. Like they didn't have um, any launched, any sales process and we've taken them now the first month of the challenge in September last year they made over 50,000 in 30 days because they sell a a new course called uh, uh, multiple stream machine which is 997 and they now we just grew them with the two-step funnel process right with the evergreen funnel too so that's why they now make 30,000 net after Facebook ad costs net just from the evergreen little piggyback funnel, which is a $37 product it start, starts with. And then they sell also the 997 um, once a month, kind of either through a challenge or from a three-day open-close cart. I'm going fast here because I know we're yeah. out of time. But uh, with that, now with the pandemic, the 997 sales have slowed down, but then we modify. We offer a 13-month payment plan of $97. So to date, and the cart closes tonight, we're estimating they're going to make 50 sales, so 50000 of booked revenue, and then cash revenues. It's so far at 18000 cash revenues, but by tonight, I'm sure it'll hit over twenty five. So they're doing really well. They, it's, it's and they were amazing. totally
1: new to the digital space, right?
2: Totally new, yeah, September they came to to me and they, and I have a team too, so it's not all just me I have to give credit where credits good, due do that yep. I have some others, and you will also know Sally, I have some others the help of social media, the help of Facebook ads as well, even though I've run my first Facebook ad in two thousand and twelve, so I'm pretty good at Facebook ads <laughs> uh, and uh, and funnel I have a funnel tactician that i uh, is, is magical when it comes to structuring and making the funnel layout nice that is you know makes it converting for every visitor that comes to the site they're converting at eight percent seven to eight percent on a 37 dollar offer which is unheard of to cold yeah time.
1: that's huge yeah, um. yeah. What's going on with like pay per click? Is it is everything Facebook ads now, or, or are you still using some money in the Google and other platforms?
2: Well, actually, I'm just getting into that. I I have to say, I'm that's not my jam. So I just kind of led with one platform because that's what I teach too. I just go with one big yeah. hundred pound gorilla first. But I do believe Google ads and YouTube ads and Twitter ads <laughs> and LinkedIn ads are opportunities. It's just not my jam, but we are going to start retargeting with Google ads. Uh, so I can't say what the lay of the land is with the pandemic because I'm not that close to it. But
1: do, you, re- do you have much luck with uh, LinkedIn with your clients?
2: Yes, yes. And, huh. and not like intense. It depends what they're selling. Right. It depends what sound, but it's a good way to use LinkedIn just to either get people to uh, your Facebook group. Right. Your free Facebook group that I'm a big proponent of, whether it be the challenge group you set up or whether it's your normal Facebook group or like you. You have a podcast. LinkedIn's really good to invite people who maybe are your dream 100 clients or you want to be a client. Yeah. And one of yours and you invite them to interview them on your podcast. So you, that's a powerful strategy as well.
1: Wow. Maria, I could talk to you for another hour, but <laughs> I have another interview in a couple of minutes. Um, how can people learn about you? And I definitely want to reconnect with you, um, yeah, talk about some other great. stuff, yeah. but um, go ahead and give her, give them your 411.
2: Sure. Sure. Okay. Well, my main site, and you can see a lot of customer success stories there is just my name, Maria com, And that's spelled, the last name is spelled Godalis. G-U-D-E-L-I-S as in Sam, And then if you're really interested in this piggyback funnels, which I'm going all in on on teaching and for really dirt cheap, like there's a free workshop even today, um, you can go to recessionprooffunnels.com, recessionprooffunnels.com to um, check out the free masterclass first, where I detail the three marketing campaigns that work right now and really well in a recession.
1: that's another great name I'll tell you recession proof funnels you did you have that before this whole uh, pandemic thing
2: no I literally bought it like seven days ago
1: (laughs) good for you (laughs) a marketer through and through no that's really solid I tell you thank
2: you thank you
1: wow hey thanks so much Maria it's really great connecting with you
2: Thank you. I would really look forward to uh, also having you on my I Am Possible radio show as well, because I would really love to get to dive into your story as well. I would
1: love to do that. Let's connect, let's connect as soon as uh, we're done here. All
2: right. So,
1: all right. Hey, folks, that wraps up this very special interview with Maria Goodales, just like Dallas, right? Yep. Um, and uh, her company is, or her website is MariaGudales.com. So check her out and man, kudos to Recession Proof. Funnels. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> and um, so, anyway, she sounds very, very smart. Get to know her, follow her, and, and learn from her. And that is it for me. I'm Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach. Until this time next week, another fantastic interview. You take good care.